Vegas. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kulpbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulpbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's October 1, 2019. I believe it's a Tuesday. And uh, looks like the market today... Uh, got hit with a um, Brock Lesnar F5. Little wrestling talk. I'm going to get into that. But first, if you do not get the city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Or Twitter at GaryKalbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, convictionleaders.com. Press the button one free month. Check it out. At GaryK.com. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there was something I really wanted to talk about today, but a few things got in the way, so we'll talk about it a little bit later, if you don't mind. So we're going to get right into it. The market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. With his proprietary indicators, go check it out, investment-models.com. Let me give you the final numbers. It's not my fault. Dow down 343. In the Dow, I'm going to go one by one. You ready? Apple was up 60 cents. American Express down one and a half. Boeing down five and a half. Caterpillar down four. Cisco down one and a half. Chevron down two and a half. DuPont down three and a half. Disney, three quarters a buck. Goldman Sachs, four and a half. Home Depot, one. IBM, one and three quarters. Intel a buck. Johnson & Johnson was up 60 cents. JP Morgan down two. Coca-Cola up 20 cents. Merck down a half. Microsoft down two. McDonald's down 560. Uh, 3M down six. Nike down one and a half. Procter & Gamble down a half. Pfizer down a half. Travelers down three. United Tech down two and three quarters. United Health down a dime. Visa actually up two and a quarter. Don't ask me why. Uh, Verizon down a half a buck. Walgreens down a half a buck. Walmart down 80 cents. Exxon down buck 60. S&P down 36. NASDAQ down 90. NASDAQ 100 only down 65. The Sox down only 15. Mid-caps and small-caps had a rough day. Transport's down a ju- juicy 244. Uh, advanced declines, gross. New highs contracted. New lows expanded. There are more new lows on the NASDAQ than new highs. Actually, double the new lows on the NASDAQ than new highs. No, really. I swear. Not kidding. Uh, so what happened? Well, uh, well, uh, well, may I tell you, the Dow today eh, was up 140 points at one time. 27046. That's about 470. 135 points. Finished down 343. What happened? Uh, the S&P 500 at one point today eh, was up 16. Finished down 36. What happened? Uh, the NASDAQ at one time today uh, was it uh, was up 64. Uh, finished down just about 90. What happened? The NASDAQ 100. I actually don't have the number on the NASDAQ 100. I'll have to hold off on that. Let's say it was up and finished down. Uh, the transports today uh, were up earlier, I think about 80. Finished down 240. What happened? Huh? What happened? There are certain economic numbers that they come out with all the time. Some are on services, some on manufacturing, GDP, you name it. Well, they came out with a manufacturing number that's the worst number we've seen since 2009. It's called the Institute of Supply Management. And um, by itself is not good. But we've also had the Chicago, the Philadelphia. We've been getting some softer numbers as of recent. And the market really did not like this number. So we can sit here and go through why I believe an outcome 
the market did not like these numbers. Simple as that. And I have been telling you on this show, I don't think we are contracting, but I worry about the tariffs. I worry about the rest of the world. I worry about Sybil. You know Sybil. Sybil Trump in the White House, who changes his stance every three days and blames everything on everybody else. He was already out today blaming the manufacturing number on the Fed. Now, you know, I like Root Canal and Jokic better than I like the Fed. It's not their fault. They've been pretty much close to the market on interest rates. They don't need to be lower. For the president to come out and say we need to have 0% rates and printing money, he's insane. Imbecilic, moronic insanity to do something like that. Trump notes, as I predicted, Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve have allowed the dollar to get so strong. No, they haven't. The dollar's been stronger because everybody else is weaker. And the dollar's not that strong. It's stronger. Especially relative to all of the currencies that our manufacturers are being negatively affected. Fed rate too high. They're our own worst enemies. They don't have a clue. Pathetic. No, Donald Trump is pathetic. He's pathetic. Trillion dollar deficits are pathetic. Tariffs are pathetic. Okay, central banks are pathetic too. So they all suck. So outcome. Uh, number one, it, it, I thought it was a gimme anyhow that the Fed was going to lower rates. But yeah, they're, they're going to lower rates soon. Uh, the 10-year hits 1.64, and I think they're at 1.75 now, so they'll go down to 1.5. Um, but that doesn't matter. The 10-year yield is already down here. That's where mortgages are tied. Rates are already low. So the president doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. And I mean that, not a clue. And as you know, I pull no punches. I can't stand any of them. I, I couldn't care less. I, I, I'm not going to Mar-a-Lago holiday party. When he does right, he gets my compliments. When, he's, when he does wrong, he gets the other side of it. And when he's utterly moronically stupid, he gets that too from me. All right, so what does it mean to you? Well, before today, we have been telling you that the Dow and S&P are kind of near the highs, but I even said it to you yesterday that underneath the surface, the market isn't even close to where the Dow and S&P are. And on top of that, the NASDAQ and NASDAQ 100 was still under the 50-day, even though it got above it a little bit today before turning down. The small caps have been dead. The mid caps have been dead. The transports have stunk. Foreign markets haven't been doing anything. So again, while the Dow and the S&P were within a couple of percent, nothing else was even close. And you know, we've been telling you forever, when you have that situation, it's easier to take down markets because the internals aren't as strong. Well, that's what they did today. Without strong internals, they were able to take down the market today. And may I state, technically, did not finish too well. Technically. And what do we mean by that? The look. The look. And remember, we do not rationalize. We have no interest in rationalizing. We deal with price first, all else is secondary. Because that's where you get paid, or that's where you get hit. So up next, lots more in-depth on this market. We'll have the news of the day. Much more today. This is the one only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. All right, so uh, let me just tell you some of the things I noticed at the end of the day. I'm not a big transports guy. Uh, of course, I watch the transports as one of the important areas of the market to watch, but I'm not one of these, you know, these Dow theory people that the Dow has to be in line with the transports and vice versa. I just deal with it from a, it's the transports and they matter because what are transports? So just think about it. They move everything. And if, it, if, if it's believed that the things that are moving are slowing down or there's going to be less of it, the transports don't do as well from FedEx to UPS. And of course, we know there's a component in there of Amazon. 
uh, to the airlines, to the rails, to the truckers, to the logistic companies. And we've been telling you for eons, yeah, eons, that the transports versus the Dow and S&P have completely underperformed, that they haven't even been able to get above intermediate term resistance while the Dow and S&P were up near the highs. They were slammed today back near the lows of the last seven, eight months and have what we, to me looks like this rolling over effect. That's not good news. Just letting you know. And I don't think there's been any transports we have even talked nicely. I think we mentioned a couple of times the airlines were acting better, uh, but at, I think at no time did we ever say to overweight them whatsoever. And I think I mentioned Delta one time where it was near new highs. But if you just go look, uh, FedEx, new yearly lows at the close today. And I know they have issues and there's Amazon, but everything counts. Uh, to me, I follow Union Pacific big time. Looks like a big top is in place for the last seven, eight months today as it broke below uh, some support. I'm not sure that that is all good news. That's the first, the Norfolk Southern looks like it failed at the declining uh, 50-day moving average. So nothing's changed there except the transports remain very weak, and it's something that you know we follow. Staying with the week, the Russell 2000, heading back towards the lows of the last six, seven months. It's not good news. It's, it's 2,000 stocks. Okay, they're smaller caps. I don't care. Uh, at the close today, uh, the NASDAQ finished below the 50-day moving average again. Now, for about the last five, actually, the NASDAQ now, except for that two-week period in September, uh, since beginning of August, have lived below the 50-day moving average. That must be watched. And it's happening with Apple actually relatively pretty damn strong. Apple and Google, for that matter. The NASDAQ 100, about the same as the NASDAQ. And, of course, earnings come out in droves in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to be interested in seeing what kind of uh, reactions there are. But you already know what we've been saying about a lot of the software names. We've been bearish on Amazon, gross. Oh, it was up like 20 early, I think, today and finished down. Uh, Microsoft's been dead. Uh, for the, very strong but dead over the last few weeks. Uh, Netflix bear market, Facebook bear market, those bigger PayPal bear market, Cisco bear market. And then we have the semiconductors, which did finish down 14 today, but were much stronger earlier today. In fact, the semiconductor index hit today 1587 was actually up a big 30 today, finished down 14, and that was the market. But it all counts. Now, that said, I think the market gets some footing here. Uh, I think the semis are still okay, but bad action in the semis today, which takes us to the Dow and S&P because they've been holding up better. And I don't give a ton of weight on the Dow except it's a Dow. Dow finished right at the 50-day moving average today. Uh, 26,561 is the 50-day, finished six points above. Uh, The S&P 500 actually finished a tad bit below. Close at 29.38 to 50 days at 29.48. New highs, yearly highs in the market? There aren't any. I can name a few, but overall there really isn't. And as I said, double the new lows on the NASDAQ than new highs, which is, for me, amazing. So a few other thought processes here. Anything that's staying above the 50-day moving average and then breaks should be under review, and there's more and more by the day. I can tell you I removed a couple of dozen names breaking below the 50-day today. A couple of dozen. And believe me, there haven't been that many in the first place. So just, uh, you know. Now, I know it's October and you hear this, that, and I don't care what month it is. I got news for you. There have been a lot more bottoms in October than the crash that once happened. So don't pay any attention to that. We'll just pay attention to the market. And quite pressure today. And I have to repeat, the president doesn't help at all. And I've been really worried about his mouth making things worse. You can't be president of the United States, leader of the free world, and rip the shreds and stuffing off of your own central bank guy.
You can't do that. Get them in your office and talk to them. It does not instill confidence around the globe. So the president is stepping on his own head, if you ask me. But he don't care what I think. And I tried. I've tried to send messages. I do it on TV. I send messages on TV. He don't care. Because unless you're saying he's God, he don't like you. Up next, a few other things happened in the market today. This is the one only investors have. You're listening to America is talking. Investors Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. Uh, what happens tomorrow after today? I have no idea. Wouldn't know. If, if form rings true, probably gap up 200. But guess what? There's nothing you can do about anyhow if that happens. That was sarcasm. But again, I, I don't doubt anything anymore with the mouths and D.C. and central banks and Trump. But we're just letting you know before today, what, you know what we were telling you already. Half the market crappy, and we'll just stick to the other half. And by the way, the good half of the market's been doing nothing. It's just been holding up. Every day I'm looking for real outperformers in the market. There haven't been any over the past few months. You know what I've been out having to do? My job's easy right now. My job is easier now. I'm a spectator. If I see one or two names show some oomph, I'll have my first clue. Remember I told you value was getting a bid over growth and growth was in a bear? When I mean oomph, I'm not talking Nordstrom off its lows. A few other things. I believe it was Charles Schwab today announced uh, free trades. Uh, Charles Schwab was down $4 today to $37.76. Ameritrade was down $12 to 34.67. E-Trade was down $7 to 36 bucks. LPL down 4 and 3 quarters to 77 bucks. Interactive Brokers down 5, <coughs> excuse me, to $48. Price. And these are names that we haven't been bullish on at all. Not because they're bad companies. It's because their price has been bearish. Schwab has been the slow downtrend all for the last year, so is E-Trade. Slow is Ameritrade. And we just continue to avoid. And we think the same thing's happening now to the Netflix. No, they're not going to zero. But we think Netflix is caught in this web now of Disney and Apple TV. And I don't think Netflix is going to lower their prices. I think they're going to have to come up with some other program with a lower price. Oh, you get this, which is less than that, but you only pay this. And I got to tell you, I, I'm 100% certain Netflix is going to have to do that. And that's a prediction. But I'm 100% certain of that, if they know it's good for them. Because just remember, all they do is post content. They ain't curing brain cancer. You can get content anywhere. You know that, right? You know how much free crap there is out there? You know how many other avenues there are? Do you think – I had no idea Amazon had shows. Uh, there's a show from Amazon won the Emmy. I don't even remember uh, – what was the name of the show? Uh, the Amazon show that won the Emmy was – I'll figure it out in a second. I didn't even know. Amazon TV show won Emmy. Didn't even say. Anyway. And of course, HBO's won, won a ton. I'm in the midst of Chernobyl. I'm on, uh, it was five shows. Anyway. Fleabag. That was the name of the show. It's just content. That's all they do is provide content. And there's so many eyes and ears we have. And the amount of money, God, to be Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David right now. My goodness. What Netflix is paying them. To air shows from 20, 30 years ago. I don't even know. How long is the Seinfeld? It's like 30 years. It's starting in 90... 
That's a call in the 20s. I think it started 90, somewhere in there. And all I know is I saw Seinfeld on, what was it, TBS or TNT yesterday or something like that? The nuts. Next, Peloton, 22 and a half at the close today, down $2.60. Just came out with the deal at $29. Uber, $45 deal, $29. Lyft, $72 deal, opened at 88, 39 and a half. Hope you listened to Gary. We told you. We told you. We told you. We recognized the market was not accepting their valuations. We saw one after the other. We knew to say, get the heck away from these things. And I must tell you, I'm surprised about how far down they are. I'm actually amazed how far down they are. Peloton just did a $29 deal on Thursday. They couldn't even get it above 28 the, the opening day, and it's now 22 and a half. And it still has a $6 billion market cap that lost $250 million bucks last year. So we repeat, probably want to just hang out and not do any of these IPOs. By the way, WeWork got rid of their IPO. They're not doing it. But I would not tempt it. I, I've yet to see, and it doesn't, sometimes it happens in a day, but sometimes it takes a little longer. I've yet to see anything, any, any big money stand up and defend any of these names. By the way, I haven't mentioned the other 100 or 200 names that have been absolutely slaughtered into IPO land. There's a ton of them, an absolute ton. If anything changes, we'll let you know. What was that other one that just got slaughtered? Oh, that uh, dental stock. What was it? A symbol is uh, SDC, Smile Direct Club, $23 deal. It's 13, less than three weeks. $23 deal is 13 bucks and still has a $5 billion market cap and they lose money. Ami, if, when I get amazed, you know it's big stuff because I'm never amazed by anything on Wall Street. So that's a little bit of this, that, and the other thing. And again, I have no clue what tomorrow brings. I just let you know today was not a very good day because it was reaction to some reality while our Fed is easing and while everybody else around the globe is easing. Tomorrow will be quite another day. Yippee! By the way, it's my birthday today and uh, I'm as velt as ever. Really going on. I've uh, been training like crazy. And me and the buddies, we're now planning 18 months from now climbing uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. I think it's 19,000 feet. So we're going to start training for that in the next few weeks. Why not, right? Up next, Mark Zuckerberg. Did you hear what he said? We'll have that. This is the one only investor said. You're listening to... Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, now. go. Action! Investor's Edge. With Gary Culpa. Okay. Hey, yo. And uh, welcome once again to Investor's Edge. By the way, I think I've mentioned this before, but I really wanted to mention again. Uh... As you know, we've done little travel shows for you guys here every now and then. When you got a chance, you all should go see this website, onemileatatime.com, and then sign up for the, they send you a daily email. Um, it, it talks about miles and points and everything that's happening around the globe with travel. They do the best credit cards. and they, I mean, it's amazing some of the deals you get. And I guarantee you, none of you know about this stuff. So, uh, And by the way, they don't know me. I'm not getting paid for this. Uh, they don't even know I'm talking about it. I just like letting you know the sites I use. It is a great site on travel, and they do um, all kinds of trips. So they tell you about them. They do reviews. There's another site called – you ready for this? GodSaveThePoints.com. Hey, I don't make up these names. Anyway, 
my advice, definitely, definitely, definitely go to these sites, get their daily newsletter sent to you. I get it to me. I can tell you I've saved a ton of money on some things just because I read what they had to say on certain trips. They give you all kinds of um, deals that nobody knows about. Just letting you know. All right, so let's uh, finish off today. Mark Zuckerberg, he, uh, I guess he was had some sort of confab, and he was on tape talking about Elizabeth Warren, that she's an existential threat to the company and technology, which basically means the disintegration of the company or the breakup of the company. And everybody's talking about Mark Zuckerberg and what he said. And when Elizabeth Warren found out what he said, she sent some tweet out like the authoritarian socialist Marxist dictator uh, that she is, uh, basically b- blasting the company. Uh, and you know how that nauseates the hell out of me. You know that, right? Um, nauseating. And you know I'm not a big fan of Facebook. One tweet from Elizabeth Warren, my plan to break up big tech would undo their illegal anti-competitive mergers. You'll still be able to use Facebook and Instagram to catch up with friends and family and share photos of your dog, but they'll have to compete with each other to make a better product for you. Uh, Zuckerberg himself said Facebook is more like a government than a traditional company. They bulldozed competition, used our private information for profit, undermined our democracy, and tilted the playing field against every, everyone else. Anyway, um, I was on TV a little while ago, and what I said was simple. This is not a Mark Zuckerberg story. It's not a Facebook story. It's an every company story. It's an every CEO story. It's a wealth story. Do you know what's happening right now since our poll numbers are going up and since President Trump is vulnerable? Every CEO in the country right now is meeting with advisors, accountants, the board, and doing the what-ifs on Elizabeth Warren being president. Every one of them. All the wealthy of the wealthy, you know what they're doing right now? Meeting with their accountants, and you know what they're doing? They're looking at what countries charge what on taxes and whether there's wealth confiscation over at these other countries. And you know what's going to happen if Elizabeth Warren tries to get away with that? You know she wants to raise taxes, right? Tax rates. And then she wants to do a wealth confiscation on your already taxed money. And for what? To give to her? She's a crook. She's a fraud. She created a heritage so she would make more money. I want to listen to this buzzard, but I digress. So all these corporations right now are preparing for her because there has not been one industry that she has not said she would break up, shut down, or take over. No, really. Name an industry. Education, energy, healthcare, insurance. I'm going to continue. Technology. Every big everything. Wealth. I got news for you. There's some islands south of Florida that are going to get a lot of wealthy people. They're going to be some tax havens. They're going to get a lot of wealthy people. There's going to be a lot of countries that don't have wealth confiscation and the promise of it or the proposal of it. They're going to get a lot of wealthy people. You think they're going to sit around and say yes, ma'am, and bow down to this authoritarian socialist Marxist dictator, this economic control freak? They're going to be out of here. You do realize she's not the norm. She's called for a tax on your stock trades. That's you, Aunt Mary and Uncle Bob. Wealth confiscation. You're already taxed. Your money was already taxed, and now she wants to confiscate it every year. And imagine, if you're wealthy and you own a ton of real estate or stocks, what are you going to have to do to accommodate this maniac? Sell your real estate, sell your stocks. What does that do to markets? The wrong thing. So she's an imbecile. She's a moron. She's a socialist Marxist doofus that is proposing things they did in Venezuela that destroyed the economy, business, people, and all hope. But the amazing thing, and and again, it is amazing. People don't question it. They're lining up left and right to take selfies with her. She's getting 10,000 people to come see her talk. You got me. Maybe I'm going to run in the primary. 
go Democrat side and then take her on. It's a thought. Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you have your children. 99 all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.